Welcome to The Habit Queen. My name is Anya Perry. I'm a health and wellness coach for women entrepreneurs and high achievers. My goal is to help you thrive in the most important areas of your life, your health, wellness, and mindset, so you can finally get the healthy and fulfilled life you desire. If you're ready to build simple, rock-solid habits, get in charge of your health, unleash the power of your mindset, and reach your fullest potential, you've come to the right place. Tune in, and I'll be here to show you what strategies, methods, and tools you need in order to become the healthiest, happiest, and limitless version of you. Thank you so much for joining, and let's begin. Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 17. Today, I wanted to talk about anxiety. What does it have to do with healthy habits? Let's find out. Lately, I've been experiencing higher levels of stress than usual, and I definitely started feeling some minor anxiety was kicking in. I will share my story with you. I'll share how I struggled with massive anxiety in the past in hopes that if you ever struggle with it, if you're struggling with it right now, I wanted to share some habits that help me deal with it. But first, let me put this out there. I'm not a medical professional. My lawyers make me say it all the time. If you need help, if you need medical help, if you are beyond the point of controlling your anxiety, please take this. This is only educational information for you. This is my story. I want you to make sure you seek help when you need. Now that is out of the way. I'll tell you a story. Back in 2011 to 2012, I was a student. I came here, as many of you know, if you're listening to this podcast, in 2010, I was still pretty new to the States. My English was getting better and I was taking a huge load of classes because I needed to do really, really well in school. I needed to go fast to graduate, to be able to hopefully find a job and stay. And it was a very stressful process because I needed to get all A's to have a better chance than any of American college kids had. I needed to make my resume outstanding. And I loved putting some extra pressure on myself. So that was one of the factors. My dating life that time was not going well. I had some not such healthy mental behaviors that I was still dealing and overcoming. And I felt like there was so much stress from school, from my immigration, the pressure to immigrate and finding the solution for my situation that I was not in a good place. And I've had such massive anxiety that I could not get rid of a thought for hours. And at some point it was almost debilitating. It would make me cry and uncontrollable sobbing. I would not want to leave the house. I would not want to deal with anything. Yet I still had to hustle and go go really fast at school and deal with everything else in my plate, keep updating my visas every six months. It was insane. It was so scary because I remember how I would pick up my phone so many times to check on a text from someone I was dating. I would check my grades obsessively. Everything was so repetitive and obsessive. It was draining me, extremely draining me mentally, emotionally, and physically. At some point, I picked up a book. I ordered a book online, and it was a book actually about perfectionism, which is interesting, right? I kind of knew what area I need to start healing to let go of those repetitive thoughts, ruminations. 
I wish I knew that I needed help that time. Honestly, I remember more than a few times right now I'm looking back and thinking why I haven't gone to see someone, see a professional. But in my culture, in Russian culture, only now people are talking about anxiety and things like depression. It used to be looked down at almost. It's unless you're having a total meltdown, unless you are breaking down into pieces, this was something small. We lived in a culture, I lived in a culture where struggles are real and stress is constant and you just learn to deal with it. But once I moved here, I almost started to learn about this anxiety culture. And I even remember when my husband and I got married, I never shared that I had such massive anxiety with him. Once I started diving into the past and healing certain things and thinking about my past, I've realized, especially when it's so easy, when you don't have it, you definitely know how it feels when you have had it, right? So I started with a book and I realized that some exercises from the book were making me slightly crazy because you would need to wear a rubber band and slap yourself to switch your repetitive thoughts elsewhere. And I've it helped a bit, but also at the same token, I felt like I started developing a bruise on my hand. I believe that at some point I started taking care of my mind a bit differently. I started not looking at how I was feeling and repetitive thoughts. I started shifting my focus elsewhere. I started taking deep breaths that helped me too. And I started letting go of things. At some point I reached this critical mass or tipping point where I realized there are so many uncertainties in my life. I can only trust God, angels, universe. I wanted to let go of things I could not control. I could not control my visa status. I could control my grades. I could contribute to control my grades, but that was it. In fact, I almost screwed up my 4.0 at the very last week of classes because I had a bad test. I realized that there are so many things in my life I could not control and I've learned to let go. I've learned to start embracing anxiety and moving from the point of either sitting with it or moving away from it nicely, not pushing through it, almost sitting it out. So why do this is my story and honestly this is this summer I've experienced some symptoms because I've had extra stress. I will be completely honest with you, I have some bigger decisions to make within the next few months about my life and nothing, nothing terrible guys. Everything is good. Life is just extra challenging right now. It's nothing negative is going on. And I started having some symptoms of being antsy or having repetitive thoughts. So I'm gonna share in a little bit, I'm gonna share how I deal with this. Why do we have anxiety? Anxiety is driven by worrisome thoughts about the future. If you are a worry warrior, you'll probably know what I mean. It's hard to focus on today when you're extremely worried about the dimension of your life, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances, whether it's your mental state, your relationships, the guy you're dating, it doesn't matter what. But focusing on today and present and now, focusing on that extra mindfulness and awareness about your body, about your mental emotional state can help. There are so many factors in our life that can produce or induce anxiety. So many uncertainties and we love to know things for sure. There are too many decisions to think about. We're trying to predict the outcomes and act according to those outcomes that haven't happened yet. We're forgetting about the gifts we have right now. 
We're also out of touch with our intuition and inner peace. And I do believe that everyone has that inner peace. And if you're out of touch with your own, with your core, you will start experiencing some extra stress, some worries and anxiety. We're also trying to control uncontrollable. And that's, oh my goodness, if I was to change one thing about my behavior or my youth or my younger years, I would teach myself how to let go and stop controlling things that I'm not in charge of. And at some point, honestly, I've learned. I remember when I was flying, I had a hundred flights in one year and I stopped worrying about whether my plane is late, whether I'm going to be on, at home on time, but that took some practice. But also anxiety, for some people, it can be addictive. I've had other addictions like sugar in the past. So my anxiety, the anxiety was not addictive for me in the way it possibly was the way I'm looking at it right now. Definitely not now. Right now, it's almost the aftermath of a little bit of extra stress and worry and too much on my plate. So what helped me? I'll share five things that helped me in the past and they are definitely helping me today. First of all, Our breathing, it's such an essential part of our life. We don't breathe deeply enough. In the last few weeks, I've noticed that I often take shorter breaths than deeper breaths, unless I'm meditating or lifting heavy weights, which is pretty hard to take short breaths when you're doing that. If you start deep breathing, at least 10 deep breaths every time you are struggling with worries or anxiety, if you focus on your breathing and your presence, on the movement of your breath, any any meditation app will teach you that, you will experience some sort of inner calm and peace within minutes. So how about you host a breathing party with just one person, you, and BYOB, bring your own breath, focus on your breath and nothing else matters. I'm quoting songs today, guys. Sometimes breathing won't help. Sometimes, and I know if you can relate to this, you can't meditate because you have this squirrel in your head that goes in 127 directions. I've used the the rubber band on my hand, and this is the second thing I want to share with you. Honestly, I almost had a bruise and it was annoying. At some point it stopped working for me, but you can also use a mental rubber band. There is an exercise Christine Hassler teaches us. It's called wow. Like you would say wow to a horse where you're trying to redirect your thoughts. You can redirect your thoughts this way. You can look into what Tony Robbins teaches. He teaches how to shift your focus by changing your physical state. You need to stand up. You need to start taking deeper belly breath. You need to shake your booty or dance or jump. Do something that will shift your physical state. And then your mental and emotional focus is going to change as well. This one helps me. To be honest with you, I feel like changing changing focus is crucial. Otherwise, we're all in into the current problem. We don't see anything else. Everything becomes very quiet and the problem is loud and you become deaf to everything else. So learn to shifting your focus onto other things. If you notice that you and sometimes it's just something super silly watching something that will make you laugh, singing out loud, doing something unusual, doing something crazy, something small, doing something nice for someone, shifting your focus pretty quickly. It does not take a long time unless you're clinging on your previous state. So learn to do that. 
The third thing I want to share with you is to get outside and focus on the tiniest details around you, on the pieces of grass around you, on a little nail on your fence, on your doggy's fur, on anything tiny and tiny, tiny, tiny details around you until you surround yourself with the multitude of those details. Of course, if you combine it with breathing and change in your physical state, that exercise would work beautifully. Because when we're, when we're present, when we're seeing those tiny, tiny details around us, we start to experience more joy rather than worry. We walk away from worry and get back to now. And if we are fully present and now, you ever know how you put your hand on your heart and you feel so much gratitude right away? Because your heart is always full of love, you always are here. And that's when you feel happy. So go outside and focus on those tiny things and share with me on social media. Connect with me, please. I would love to know what you see of this work for you. The fourth thing I wanted to share, I do it once in a while because sometimes nothing works. You need to sit it out. Sit it out like just like you would sit out a storm. We avoid pain and discomfort so often. For example, I recently burned my hand so badly. I grabbed a cast iron pan straight out of 400 degree oven without the mitten. <laughs> You can ice it all you want, but the moment you take the ice off, that pain is drilling through your brain. The pain is real. And you have to allow your body to heal through it. And anxiety can be, it is real too, right? So you have to, sometimes you have to sit it out instead of trying to find exit. So same with anxiety, you can sit it out and through it, still can take deeper breaths, still can look for tiniest details around you, still trying to shift your focus. But sometimes you just have to sit it out like a bad rainstorm or thunderstorm. And the fifth thing I wanted to share with you, eating good nourishing foods and supplementing will work wonders. I can't even imagine how bad, I actually know how badly it was for me because back then I was still eating sugar and my sugar highs would coincide with anxiety highs and it was triple effect of tornado. It was horrible. Do not disturb your body with sugar and gluten and those substances that are not natural and toxic for you. And if you decide to supplement, there are so many great CBD oils and supplements out there right now. Do your own research experiment. I can share my favorite brands in show notes with you and experimenting with those, I really found some relief from minor anxiety and for minor pains, like athletes' pains. They work wonders. They work really, really well for many people. Okay, how about we recap today? Take deep breaths. Practice that mental rubber band and shift your focus. Go outside and focus on the tiniest details around you. Sit it out. Sit out your anxiety just like a storm and eat good nourishing foods and supplements so your body is in the present. It doesn't struggle with anything toxic. That will help you stay more calm and relaxed. And remember, this is probably one of the most important things. We cannot control the future, 
but we can definitely can control how we are responding and acting towards it today, right? So if you were to identify things that if you need to do a brain dump, I do it all the time. All the things that worry me, dump them on paper, burn it out, separate it into lists, whatever works for you, because I feel like just emptying that container of your mind helps so much and sharing it with a friend and talking through it and maybe working through it, but also realizing there are definitely things that you will not be able to control, but definitely things that you are in charge of and you can take action right away. So I hope you're going to build a beautiful habit. If you ever struggled, if you know someone who struggled with anxiety, I hope you're going to be able to build this beautiful habit of addressing it. That's it for today, guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. If you like the podcast, please leave me a review or questions on the platform of your choice. Make sure to check the show notes for my social media information as well as my website www.anyaperry.com to connect with me. I can't wait to get to know you. Have a wonderful day.